This week you're going to get an opportunity to learn about significant events that oftentimes you encounter uh, as you're at a congregation, as you have an opportunity to serve a congregation. Hopefully over a number of years there are significant events with which you get to participate and be a part of really impacting the lives of persons as they have opportunity to walk through what can be uh, some of the greatest times and what can be some of the most difficult times in their lives. As you have interviewed pastors, you've uh, heard pastors talk about weddings and funerals and some of them uh, probably even talked about how they um, sometimes are hesitant about weddings and funerals and participating in those and maybe uh, those are their least favorite part of ministry. But I would say that weddings and funerals really are one of the most um, greatest times that you can impact the life of someone else. Let's start with weddings. I think first of all, you've got to see weddings as an opportunity for discipleship. It's an opportunity for the young couple who are coming together, who have fallen in love, and now they want to start their life together. It's really an opportunity of discipleship with them. Do not miss the opportunity to do premarital counseling with them, uh, to bring them in, to sit down with them, listen to their story of how they fell in love, listen to uh, their testimonies. It may be an opportunity to lead one of them to the Lord and to really begin to find a foundation of which they can build. It may be an opportunity uh, to really teach them about the truths of Scripture and, and how marriage really is a picture of our relationship with the Lord and how that is addressed. Marriage in Scripture talks about um, really just the intimacy and oneness that we have with the Lord and that's seen in marriage. It's really a picture of relationships that we have with one another. But also the biblical picture of marriage is seen really in teaching uh, about doctrine. It's used as an illustration of the trinity of salvation and even of the second coming. So reach out, research and reach out to the couple. Find some great materials that you can use uh, in premarital counseling. Research really the biblical passages uh, that are there in Ephesians and in 1 Peter 3 and in Genesis. <clears throat> if you do that, you'll have an opportunity uh, to really do some quality discipleship with the young couple. As you move forward, uh, you'll have uh, a rehearsal, most likely, that you'll be invited to be a part of. Uh, be careful. Sometimes there is a wedding coordinator and sometimes there is not. When the wedding coordinator is running the show pretty well, let them run the show. You're there for spiritual guidance, but many times there's not a wedding coordinator. There may be a mother, there may be a family member who's doing that, or they may even look to you uh, to give guidance. So be flexible, be ready, remember your role in really bringing them together and really tonight to build relationships oftentimes with their friends as a best man or groomsman or bridesmaids who don't know the Lord and it's an opportunity for you to get to know them. Day of the wedding, be flexible. Um, oftentimes uh, tension is high and you need to help the couple remember at the rehearsal that there are going to be times where they're going to make mistakes and those are the things they'll look back on 20, 30 years from now and laugh about that happened at their wedding ceremony. So keep everyone relaxed and then um, do a good job on the wedding. Uh, point people to Christ, share the gospel, have an opportunity to talk about uh, the biblical role of marriage uh, with the couple and then follow up with them and you'll have friends and, and, and really maybe even leaders in the church over the years as you have an opportunity to disciple them uh, and watch them grow in their faith. Second thing that you often will experience in ministry is walking through a family with a time of great loss. There is a death and really death in the life of people oftentimes brings emotions that 
uh, can be very difficult sometimes to, to really have a, a good handle on how do I help them work through the, the loss because oftentimes a funeral or a loss will cause people to question their worldview. They're asking questions about their faith and you really have an opportunity to love them and over a period of time walk them through the hope that we have in Christ and even to point them uh, to the hope of Christ and personal faith. Let me just say a few words about that. When you get the phone call or someone notifies you that there's been a death, pick up the phone. Uh, don't make that phone call to the family and as soon as you can, stop by the home and make that home visit. That's very important. It's not the time to answer all the questions. It's not the time to work through all the details. It's just the time to say we love you, we're praying for you, and we're going to walk with you uh, in the days ahead and what lies ahead. As soon as they make arrangements, be in contact with the funeral home. Uh, that's important. Get to know the funeral home directors in your area. Uh, they can really help you with different aspects of ministering to the family and they do a great work. Um, then about the day before the funeral you want to meet with the family and it's just a time to really get to know them, to listen to the stories of salvation of the person who, is, uh, who has died. It's an opportunity to hear uh, if they were married, how they met their spouse, uh, talk about the funny stories that the kids remember in parenting. Um, many times it's a great opportunity to get to know the person and get to know the family. The day of the funeral uh, you want to uh, try to be there as early as possible, help the funeral director with different aspects. But when you prepare your message, remember this is an opportunity for you to teach, to teach the hope of Christ. Um, I would say uh, try to find stories, sometimes even parables, even events in Scripture uh, that really tell the story of death or tell the story of hope and use those. Many people will come to a funeral and that's the only time that they really have attended church. It's an opportunity for you really to take a passage, to work through that passage and the teaching of God's Word and you'll get an opportunity uh, to see God do some great things. Always share the gospel, maybe uh, depending on the family, have an opportunity, ask permission to the family about giving an invitation and then take that opportunity. Probably not the time to have people respond to the front, but have them bow their heads, maybe the raising of a hand. It's a great opportunity to share Christ with them. This is a time for the church also to roll out uh, the hospitality carpet, to uh, be there to uh, meet needs, either food to the home or there for a meal at church. And then it's important in your follow-up that you follow up in the days ahead. Put on your calendar a month, two months ahead of time uh, to call, to make a visit uh, to that home, to that family, and help them as they work through the process of loss and grief. Significant events are important in the life of your ministry and you'll have a great opportunity to impact the lives of others as you reach out in sharing the gospel through these events. Thank you and God bless your ministry.